It is time now for the Rural News with Sally Murphy in Ōtautahi. Kia ora, Sally, and some rural contractors are weeks behind in their mahi. Kia ora, Mani. Yes, it's peak season for many contractors at the moment as arable farmers prepare the ground for planting. But wet weather across the Waikato, Manawatu and Wairarapa means many are unable to work. Wairarapa Weed Sprayer's co-owner, Clinton Clark, Clinton Carroll says he's never seen such a wet spring. Every time it just about dries out, we just get a little bit more rain. So it's just frustrating. Every, everyone's ready to work, but just too wet to do anything. Very little crops even been put in the ground. There's only a few paddocks being ploughed. And um, we've only done, I think we've done five part days work in the last, this, this month alone. We can't spray in the rain, obviously. But um, no, the paddocks are just too wet to um, drive on. Like we can, a lot of our paddocks can barely walk on. It just starts drying out and you get another little rain and it's just surface water everywhere. So we're very clay, a lot of clay country around here. So it does um, hold the water a lot. Mr Carroll says the bad weather is taking a big toll on his business as he still has to pay his staff, even if they're not working. We're a month behind personally on where we would normally be, but like we're not too late on some crops, but talking to the farmers, they're going to need another two or three weeks with no rain before some of our paddocks dry out enough to put crops in, so potentially we are going to be yeah, quite a bit behind. And what's going to happen is... It is going to dry out and everyone's going to want the work done at once. And that's going to be the tough thing, is trying to get everything done. Clinton Carroll says he's spoken to a lot of other contractors who are also weeks behind schedule simply because they can't get out into the paddocks. To other news, Australia has signalled it might join the global effort to cut methane emissions by 30% before the turn of the decade, but has ruled out following New Zealand's lead of taxing on-farm emissions. The former Liberal-led government staunchly resisted committing to cuts amid claims it would be too damaging to the livestock industry. But now Australia's Agriculture Minister, Murray Watt, has told the ABC his government is considering signing the Global Methane Pledge. There are 120 countries around the world that have already signed the Global Methane Pledge and they include some of the biggest beef production countries in the world like the USA and Argentina. The sky hasn't fallen in in those countries after they signed the Global Methane Pledge and that's why we are considering this. But Mr Watt says Australia won't go as far as the New Zealand government which is set to tax farmers for on-farm emissions from 2025. We have absolutely no plans to introduce uh, the tax or other measures that the New Zealand government is putting in place. Uh, New Zealand is in a different situation to Australia. Australia's National Farming Federation says it's on board with the methane pledge as long as the government sticks to its commitment not to introduce any tax on farmers. Right, it's time to get the latest from the sale yards around the country. I spoke to our regular guest, Suze Bremner, a little earlier today. Hi Suze, what's been happening this week? Well, new season lambs arrived at the yards this week. There was an annual draft consignment from Waikario Station in Hawke's Bay and they always get the ball rolling and they sold at Storff Lodge on Wednesday. Usually there'd be around 1,300 of these lovely South Down Cross mixed-sex lambs, but after the very wet spring, only the single mobs were weaned as the twinning mobs are still a few weeks away from being ready to go. So that left around 800 to come to sale and there was a big crowd to see them sold, including myself. All pens sold very well at $132 to $165, which was around $12 to $15 up on last year, and most of them sold to return buyers from Topor. And are you expecting any more new season store lambs to come onto the market? 
Well, at this stage, unfortunately, there's not a lot on the horizon, at least for the next few weeks, as those wet conditions have really put everything behind about two to three weeks. Fielding has only around 100 offered today, whereas last year they had 1,400, but of course it is still pretty early days. And what's happening on the cattle market? Well, another big talking point this week was the high prices being paid for finished or short-term traditional steers. Lines over 600 kilos and in finished condition are very popular, and last week at Fielding $3.80 per kilo was reached, while at Colgate yesterday competition cattle reached $3.70 to $3.73 a kilo. But it was fierce competition in Hastings that pushed to a new record for North Island steers over 500 kilos, as some big lines of traditionals reached $3.82 to $3.86 a kilo, which is just one cent shy of the overall record set at Canterbury Park in September. But for longer-term store cattle, though, the lack of warm sunny days is having an impact, and the edge has really come off that market. That's Suze Bremner from AgriHQ. And just lastly, if you have the skills and know-how to run a 17th century Dutch-style windmill to grind wheat for wheat for bread, then Foxton needs you. The Foxton Windmill Trust is looking for a miller to operate the town's 20-year-old landmark, which attracts 40,000 tourists a year while producing flour for sale. The Trust chairperson, Judy Sanson, says they've had some interest from overseas. We've actually put an advertisement in the Netherlands to encourage someone to come over and then they can train our volunteers and also um, make sure our mill's in good health. Judy Sanson says demand for the sustainably milled wheat is high. There is a market and I think more so now. That whole paddock to plate, knowing what's in your food because all that's in our food is the grain. And you can hear more about the mill on Country Life tonight at 7 or tomorrow morning, just after the news at 7 as well. And that's the rural news for this week. Koirate Purongo o te taifenua. Kia ora, Sally.